The original Planet of the Apes? Oh, yeah. I've seen all okay. those. I was going yeah. to say, what, Sean? No, we know. I want the I don't know. Okay. Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. Guess what? This week, I have Sean with me. Yeah, you had me last week. I know it's a rare thing these days, but... You had me last week. You, I, I said I was back. Hooray! You know. You had blah, me from blah. episode one. Man, how many weeks in a row? You gonna bring this up? <laughs> Guy takes one break. One break. Oh, you just wait until the next time it happens. Oh man. We're, oh Jesus. Oh, it'll happen again. I'm just telling you. Speaking of happening again. Something happened this week that is not surprising, but oh, oh but we, we were kind of surprising changed. to me. It, we we I think we did get changed, Sean. I think we did get changed. The Bumblebee movie trailer dropped this week. Bumblebee movie coming out in on um, Christmas this year. Uh Sean, you know you what know were what? your thoughts? You know what? You know what? I think you're right. I think you're. I, I see it now. You're right. We went from crappy stories with huge explosions involving robots. To now the explosions are gone and we're just going to have a crappy story about robots? <laughs> well, it's a trailer, so there's not really any story for there for the crap on. But, let me, let, me, let me enlighten you on what was in this trailer. In this trailer was a more G1 looking Bumblebee, a, a VW bug... Bumblebee. Uh, Haley Stanfield, of course, is an acclaimed actress. I believe she's won some awards. Uh, now, op- uh, balanced by John Cena, who, well, to be fair, just came off of a pretty good reviewed movie. He, he's won some title belts, dude. <laughs> hey, hey. I love you can't, you can't see. That's I'm, the one problem I have. I couldn't see him in the trailer. That's oh, That was amazing. But uh, let me tell you what got me excited. The star scream in this trailer, and they were smart to do this. Yeah, it looked good. That looked amazing. And it was all sorts of anime and G1 and big robots on a movie screen. That is the is the uh, uh, blackout moment from the first movie. That that was got me hooked. So... Yeah, I kind of want to see this movie. I know I'm going to be disappointed. I know. Hopefully not, but I know. <laughs> but uh, it looked good. It had the stupid face on the underside of the, uh, the underside of the vehicle. Uh, he actually has a mouth underneath. There, uh, there was a couple of screen grabs that showed Bumblebee has a mouth underneath that uh, mask thing. And uh. he's more... Uh, shell robot like he looks like a robot covered in car parts not not a junk heap welded together with oh look I found a fender (laughs) let's cut it into 10 pieces and glue it on here somewhere um, I'm gonna give it a shot but I'm kind of excited about it I I know you've been burned Sean I know I've been I've been burned as well but I can't not I just I just I just can't do it. I'll, I'll let you do it, and then when you give it the approval, then I'll then I'll dive in. But I just can't buy in on that trailer alone. Well, you know, it's 
It how went. Do you, how do it you? Went from, well, it's a lot like you, those those first few movies, those Transformers movies that are out there, are kind of like if you got the prequel movies and didn't have Star Wars. That's kind of the feeling. You're like, ugh, I like it, but I don't like this. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of how those movies feel. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I love Star Wars, but the prequels, uh, there are things to like. I mean, I say the exact same thing about when I'm talking to somebody about the Transformers movies. There are things to like, yeah. But anyway, I'm hopeful that it, it starts a new trend, that things will be better. All right. Yeah, I see you seen sci-fi.com. Well, I had to I had to double check my my information. I was like, "Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> season 2. We're on season 2, right? I didn't miss I didn't miss season 2 being released, did I?" I no, they just the same they're automatically start they're starting on season 3. They're like, "Well, we're just going to go ahead. <laughs> like season season 1 did fine. We got ring-lighted for season 2. Let's just go ahead. We're here." That's awesome. awesome. I'm so glad I'm not the only one who felt that exact same way. Like when I first seen this, I was like, Ricky's going to be mad at me if we hadn't, if I hadn't seen season two, I was like, <laughs> Holy crap. I, I need to make sure there's not a season two. And I was like, Oh, it hasn't come out. I don't just forgot watching it. Oh, I cannot wait. Th- this, I love the Castlevania uh, Netflix series. Not only is it, just an incredible story with incredible art and the animation is spot on. I love every bit of it, but, uh, I don't know, man. It, it, there's something about it that's original and I, I really like it. Yeah. And that that speaks to the same thing as the game. I mean, it, 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 the series does such a great homage to the games, but plus, you know those those first three games on the NES, they're not that great going back. I mean, they're playable. They're absolutely playable. I I play them all the time when I when I when I want to reach out and play Castlevania. I'm throwing it into my uh, classic NES or my my ripoff thing that plays the cartridges and you know g- getting a little feel of that in there. And then, ah, but they use they go back and do use some from. Uh, uh, Symphony of the Night, which is the best game ever made. Ah, they just did this so well, and I'm so happy that this team is already working on Season 3. I'm pumped to see Season 2 and and really excited that they're already moving ahead. That's awesome. Um, I did want to bring up, okay, weird things that pop up ever so often. Nobody has a clue what's going on. Well, Something popped up this week in in the Transformers fandom that nobody had a clue that was happening. Apparently, Walmart is getting an exclusive release of the G1 Hot Rod, like in a G1 box. Really? Like, this thing looks like it came out in 1986, and Walmart is getting the exclusives, and they're about to hit stores. Like, right, there's already... There's already pictures of them in the shipping boxes like you would see at Walmart when they're unpacking stuff. Yeah. You can already pre-order uh, these from somewhere. Like Entertainment Earth or somewhere already has these and are shipping them. I want one. It, but they just, like in the past week and a half, 
<laughs> they just pictures up start showing up. I mean, we're like, what? I mean, I know, I know he's not yours, but you know, Hot Rod's my favorite. No, that's fine. No, I mean that uh, that 1986 movie. If that was your first exposure, Hot Rod was uh, the hero. Yeah, um, I, I and that, and that for if that was one of your first toys, I mean that's one of the first lines that uh, Hasbro designed, and they had that futuristic Cybertron feel of all those first uh, characters like Hot Rod and Cup, and you know, um, Retgar and and all that, all that kind of stuff. If that was the if that was the uh, uh, first bite you got, you wanted more of that. Oh yeah. Um, and for these to be coming in. Uh, at this time, after, you know, Toys R Us was the major uh, exclusive chain whenever something was released. And for this to just, for the Walmart to just pick up the baton is awesome. All right, so so how much is this going to set me back? Um, I have not seen yet. Um, I know I said that you can buy them places, but I have not looked at the price. And that's because they're a Walmart exclusive. They're already up on the Walmart app and the site, mm-hmm. just unavailable to order, and no price has been shown yet. So, if you were to guess, um, I would say twenty-five is is what they should be. Really, what they are going to be? No, I, I say. I say nineteen, but probably uh, they're going to be around twenty-five dollars. Oh, heck yeah! All right. Do you think uh, we're all going to be able to get one, or many people will be left out in the cold? Well, they should be. They should be coming out like any time, and they should be a reasonable price. I mean, for Walmart to be getting the exclusive is not. You know, not something crazy. I mean, okay. they had when they had the exclusive line of alternators in. Oh, the they were like twenty five dollars, and this is no bigger cool. than that. I mean, Heck yeah. of course, it's a classic box kind of thing, and so I don't know. I, don't I definitely know. want one. That's awesome. I want two. <laughs> um, but uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones has spun back up, of course, is in the middle of filming uh, their last season. So we're starting to get news of the next series. Yeah, and I think it's been grabbed by the right people. So what do you think about the time frame? Oh, I I love the idea of it. I I love the idea of seeing the, the past of where all these awesome armies, where all these, you know, the magical forces and everything that's involved in Westeros. I I can't wait to see how it started. Yeah, and I'm not... uh, I I know people that are Game of Thrones, like, savants. But um, I'm not sure about the time frame. They're saying a thousand years before the events of Game of Thrones, which puts this series even way before things even mattered in King's Landing in that area. Like, all this right. stuff is going to be... Uh, Valeria is still, like, the the kingdom of, of the entire world in Essos. And, uh, you know, the wall hasn't been built, and the, 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 the wildling... The forest creatures are, you know, running around fighting with the White Walkers, and there's no wall, and... You know, I would have thought I would have thought they do, they would have done this series, and they said they were not going to do uh, Robert's War, right? 
which yeah, but would be what, great, what, but I would I would have thought they would have done 300 years in the past and done King Aegon's Conquer of, of Westeros. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I don't know what all we're going to see. Uh, you know, if, if you think about it, maybe this whole series could only be three, four seasons, and at the end of that, we start seeing the wall being built. And that leads right into another series that they've already planned up. Yeah, and I think it's, gosh, if it stays in the hands of the people doing it right now. I mean, yes, this last season was a bit sped up. I mean, we somebody somebody let uh, let everybody borrow Barry Allen's powers, but uh, it's still really good. I've been watching clips from the last season. I really want to watch it again. I've already got. Uh, uh, I've, I've got HBO back. I want to start watching some stuff. I've been watching clips. Like I was watching a clip today whenever uh, Arya was uh, uh, in disguise talking when to... When they ask what happened, you tell them winter came for House Frey. No, no, no. I've already seen that clip. That was last <laughs> week. Nice. This one was where she was talking to Tywin um, at, uh, at Harrenhal. Oh. Re- really good. And there's a lot of stuff that I want to watch this whole series because there's stuff I know now that I did not know then that I missed that entire time, and I want to go back and see it. It's awesome. So where are you going? Oh, man, I- I'm just excited for this Game of Thrones. You know, I am. It. I cannot wait for more. But but like you, I've been watching clips. I, that's so strange that we had the same stuff uh, earlier, and then we both been watching Game of Thrones clips. I'm so pumped. When, like, when we get this final season, I just hope for once, for once, my expectations are met, and I'm just like sitting there with a smile on my face for like one of the greatest series we've ever seen. I think so. I mean, uh, gosh, you know, like who's your who's your favorite character right now? Right now, who is your favorite number one character in Game of Thrones? Uh, it, it's John. It is John. Yeah, yeah I'm John. But you um, could Arya. Arya is a definitely a close second. Yeah, and that's that's what I was gonna say. Every surviving character. I mean, you could pick dead characters, but I mean, every surviving character on this show, you could say is your favorite character, and legitimately have an argument for that. I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff that we like, you know. Oh, this is my favorite character just because I like what I like. No, no, no. Jamie Lannister could be somebody's favorite character because of oh, yeah. his beginning, his story progression, his character to this point. And I, and I wouldn't uh, the, argue I wouldn't the hound argue him at all because the be hound like, totally yeah, could be the same way. Uh, yeah. uh, Sandor Clegane is my favorite character, and why? Well, here's where he was. Here is his story. Here's where he's at. Uh, uh, all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and regardless that, of which, makes this, that's what makes it so grand. Is they've weaved together an incredible story, and they made it. Uh, for for something that could have been very complicated, they made it very followable by you know the majority of the audience, and we've all got to watch 
a ton of characters go through massive amounts of change and they did it flawlessly. They did it in like, it was just great writing, incredible writing. Yeah. I mean, in this, this is, this is the, the same people that holler about, uh, George R. R. Martin is stupid. He doesn't know what he's doing. He needs to finish these books. Look at what he has written though. <laughs> this stuff is so in depth and so, so good. I mean, he is probably going to be remembered as another, like, J.R.R. Tolkien. I mean, he's created a world that yeah. is fully fleshed out, fully developed, that somebody can go and live in as a as a fan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're living in a great time with this. Speaking of a great time, for for me, this next topic, I, I have a plan in mind, and I can't wait to see where it actually goes because we got the news that we might get a Joker spinoff movie. <laughs> I thought you were leaning into the Spider-Man the way you were talking there. Okay. We no, can talk dude, about this. I'm stoked about this Jared Leto Joker because the thing, when I think of Jared Leto's Joker, this is what I think of for me is he is the Joker out of the killing joke. That's the way I always picture it, is he's the Joker out of the killing joke. You know, he's... I, I would love for this story to be killing joke, so that we could see him, you know, the way that story alone tells the Joker about his story and how he was set up and all this and his past. I think Jared Leto would play that part perfectly, and I'm hoping that's the movie we get to see. I, I do not. Um, now I knew you wouldn't. I knew related? You wouldn't. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm I'm almost there with you. Um, if I'm going to see Jared Leto's Joker, and I'm going to have a standalone movie, number one, I want two things. I want exactly what you just said, but throw that in the mixing bowl, and then put a death in the family in there. And it's not Gordon. I agree. It's it's Jason, Jason Todd. Todd. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm down and, for that. And that's where that's where the this you get the origin of the suit in the Batcave. You get, you know, you get Ben Affleck back in there, but you young him up, and he's he's Batman in his prime. Yeah. And, and honestly, and, Batman and he's is not totally side character in all. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. You don't see you see Batman at the very first, and then the rest of it is is Joker. all Joker all the time. And you see him at the very last carrying that body. Yep. Yep. And, and That's I, what I want out of my Joker movie. And, and then I would love, my dream thing would be the after clip to show Red Hood. <laughs> and then we know what the next movie's going to be, you know. And you, you can premiere your new, uh, the uh, the drag, Demon's Head, Ra's al Ghul. Oh, dude. It'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. So where I thought you were leading us, what did you think about that uh, new Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse trailer? I am so happy for that trailer. I watched it probably a half dozen times. And as soon as I got home, the first thing I did was grab Jax. And I was like, dude, we're going to go watch this Spider-Man movie. And I showed it to him and he's super pumped. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to try to make that Jax's first movie. I am so excited for this Spider-Man movie. Well, that's good. I like that. Yeah, I was... I thought it was really well done, and I love. Um, 
I didn't read everything about the Spider-Verse, but when it was coming out, I was thumbing through the comics, and I really did like it. And I don't know why I never picked up the one with Leopardon in it, or Leopardon. The Emissary of Hell. The ja- the the Japanese Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> that was so cool that it's in there. It just looks so good. I, I can't wait to see how many Spider-Man we actually get to see in this cartoon. Oh my god. Do you think... What if he's in there? What? <laughs> There's a, a big giant transforming robot in this animated movie. That would be amazing. Dude, I wouldn't put it past it. I would not put it past it just to see that. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited for... Uh, it, how awesome would it be if in the middle of this they did an animated Tom Holland putting on a Spider-Man mask? Nah. <laughs> It'd be funny. Uh, but I am excited for Into the Spider-Verse. It looks incredible, and I cannot wait to watch it. Nice. Now... Uh, I, I've seen something for a long time. I, I watched this when I was on vacation. So if if details are not immediately fresh in my mind, forgive me. But I have to tell you, I watched the HBO movie Fahrenheit 451. And you know me, and I'm a very true to the book type person you know that's the way i am with my comic book movies why can't you just stick to the book you know you have a proven something here don't don't have to mess with it you know you're going to make money i uh i ate a big plate of crow because the hbo movie uh has has you know the good amount of similarities with the book but many what? many differences many major major differences than the book and it did not matter i absolutely loved it now really oh absolutely i absolutely loved it you know we have michael b jordan as guy montag and we have michael shannon as his boss and mentor Beatty. it those two the dynamic, I feel their relationship is totally different than the book. When I, I can't wait for you to see this because maybe, you know, that's where reading a book is pretty open to interpretation because it's all what tone did you read this in? You know, the same reason we can't say tone through an email when we're joking as opposed to sarcasm or whatever. I feel a book reads the same way. Maybe I read Guy Montag in a different voice than you do. And this the movie takes it in a totally different direction than I believe the book is set. Well, now I do have to I do have to admit something. I didn't actually read it. I had it on Audible. Okay. So I there was a performance that's in my mind when this book comes to mind. Okay. Um, well, well, the well, one thing I can tell you is I'm familiar with the Audible version as well. And if if we've listened to the same Audible version, then when you watch the movie, their their dynamic, their their relationship is totally different. I feel. Gotcha. But but let me just say these two knock it out of the park, like. This is a great movie. I want this on digital. I want this on Blu-ray. 
I don't know when it's going to be available, but I will own it. it. It's that good. Well, I definitely want to see it. Um, you know, I, I, it's one of those books. It's at the list of shame. You know, I never read the book, and you talking about it, I finally is like, well, I've got a free thing on Audible. This this will be my first Audible thing. And over the course of like three or four days, it's all I listened to uh, back and forth from work. I could not believe how much I liked that book. It's it's been a long time since I've I've liked a book, you know, books, no picture books. Um, I really liked it. It was really thought provoking. And if you haven't read it, I suggest you read it. I mean, I you know, do what I did. Get Audible. I mean, the experience was great. The I don't know the uh, voice actors who who read it, but uh, it, it was probably a voice actor. I think it was it was one guy, uh, but his, his performance was great. And you got, I have different voices for Montag and Beatty in my head, and the little girl, and um, some other things. But uh, it was really impactful. I mean, it it really made me think about some things that uh, you don't really think about in day to day life. So. Uh, I'm definitely want to watch it. Awesome. Um, do you want to swap to one of yours? We can. Um, my son had spoken about interest in watching uh, Planet of the Apes uh, over the past week, so we sat down and watched the original. First, we sat down and watched the original Planet of the Apes, which, of course, is Charlton Heston and uh, what's-his-face? Uh... <laughs> Dad, nabbit. He's out of the original Fright Night. He was Cornelius. It's fine. <laughs> Everybody knows how stupid I am. The movie holds up. It really does. And I was like, now, before we watched it, I was like, Logan, this is an older movie. There's a lot of things. There's rubber masks. There's blah, blah, blah. But I want you to see this before we do anything else with the other movies. Yeah. And... If you've if you've never watched it, the first part is really kind of slow. It's Charlton Heston doing some exposition, sitting in a spaceship, talking about where he's going, why he's going. But once you get into the the apes part of it, it still kind of holds up. I mean, oh, yeah. it's uh, you you've got you know the lawgiver and the law and the political intrigue of these apes. I mean that's the, I think that's the thing people weren't expecting about that movie is because it's a political thriller, asking some you know hard questions about society, but it's these ridiculous apes, yeah. And it's 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 good. It's really good. Uh, the ending still you know I knew it was coming, but it's still kind of chilling. And uh, Logan enjoyed it. That's awesome. By the way, were you thinking of Roddy McDowell? I was thinking of Roddy McDowell. That's awesome. Um, moving back, I have I have a movie that I watched just last night. And I finally sat down and watched Happy Death Day. I wanted to see this. This was like, uh, uh, what was the movie I was comparing it to at the time when I saw the trailer? Um, Groundhog I mean, Day. Yeah, Groundhog Day. And it, it's funny, that is in there. <laughs> the um, This movie is a lot of fun. If you want to watch a fun movie that, you know, it, it is a little slashery. Uh, not, not too bad. There's not a 
You know, it's no gore fest. If if you're one that you're like, I don't like a ton of blood, well, you're not going to be bothered by this movie. It, it's a lot of fun. It's a little corny. It knows it's corny. It knows it's playing stereotypes. And it likes to let you just keep on thinking what, you know, the, the moment this movie starts, you're making a, a list. This person's a suspect. This person's a suspect. It it totally leads you down that path and then uh, has a little twist at the end that is just flat out incredible. If you want to see a good one, I highly suggest Happy Death Day. Nice. And to uh, pile on to my former Have You Seen It, we also started the new Planet of the Apes trilogy with Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, James Franco and... The you first know, Andy, one. Yeah, yeah, John Lithgow, Andy Serkis. Um, I was like, I, you know, I don't remember all the details about it. I know I know the beginning, I know the end. Uh, the middle, I, I remember it being pretty good, but I, I ju- it surprised me how much I, I didn't remember about it. So I kind of got excited to watch it again, and it, it is, it's good. Yeah. Uh, James Franco but- has a great performance in that movie, and you forget... Um, Andy Serkis in that in that movie, I mean, he's hundred percent. Oh yeah, hundred percent in that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's just as strong as, uh, you know, where we're going to get to in these movies. You know, his performance in in the last movie, which we have not watched. I'm going to watch the other two. I, I recently bought War for the Planet of the Apes that has Deadpool on the cover, but i think tonight we're going to watch rise of the planet of the apes and then sometime this week we'll we'll do war that's awesome well dude that about wraps us up this week but what it looks like you have some news for next week though well that that's what i was gonna say that's what i was gonna say this wraps us up for this week but next week uh uh, E3 occurs this coming week and so next week we'll be full of all the E3 news Uh, Rick have you heard any of the the rumors I mean everything is straight up speculation at this point for E3 but did you know that it is rumored we may finally get a good Superman game I thought you were going to say, we're finally going to get a confirmation of a Final Fantasy VII remake. That is in the works, uh, officially. It got pushed back another year due to uh, the team being put on another game. Mm. Uh, But it is in the works. But yeah, it's finally... the, The total rumor that I'm excited for is that Rocksteady has picked up... Um... A Superman game, which Rocksteady is the one that did all the Batman fighting games, and uh, you know, oh, I'm every- thinking Rockstar. No, that's not- like Red Dead Redemption. No, oh. not Grand Theft Auto. Rocks, uh, Red Dead Redemption. No, uh, this is Rocksteady, and I- I'm excited for this. I- I'm excited for the fact that we may finally get a good Superman game that is somewhat taken seriously. And but I I do understand the fact that he will not be the straight up man of steel out of the box. Um, my guess is you're going to have to build him to the man of steel. And uh, I, I don't know. I'm excited for this one. There's also another rumor that there could be Bloodborne 2, but more than likely that's not it. I'm, I'm a little sad, but 
I believe uh, we will have an announcement for a new game uh, from from software, and I cannot wait because if it's anything Dark Souls or Bloodborne esque, I'm down. Uh, Rick, of course you are. You got anything? I do not. Um, I'm just uh, looking forward to everything that's happening. I want to see uh, all the news that's coming out. We have got rumors that there's a new Masterpiece Optimus Prime. And, in fact, I mean, there's there's almost confirmation. There's um, uh, gray prototypes coming out of a, a Japanese toy show this week that show the new figure. But, of course, they haven't done any official announcement or anything like that. So that's kind of cool, and and, nice. and it really, really, really close to the uh, cartoon model. Other than that, movies. I'm ready to see Ant Man. Did we talk about the leaked artwork? Uh oh, my goodness. I, I I don't know if we can if we can fit that in right here. But let me just say that that leaked artwork looked incredible. I'd love to break it down to further topic maybe next week. They can look it up. We'll talk about it next week. Next week. <laughs> Leaked, leaked artwork, Infinity War, check it out. Uh, Rick, where can they find you on social media? Find me, at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Vero for Ricky Westbrook. You can look on Facebook, search Not So Southern Gentleman. Hit us up. That's right. I'm on Vero as well, uh, Sean Thomas. And uh, Twitter, I'm on Maynard98. So, for Not So Southern Gentleman, I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky. Y'all have a good one. Bye.